All right. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Bougie Degenerate Podcast. I am Brad, and I'm joined by uh, Steve. Say hello, Steve. Hello. That was so bougie. That was was very bougie. bougie. Well, wait till I I tell you what I'm drinking right now. It's pretty bougie. Okay. What what do you got? I I mold some apple cider. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) And... And then I put some Clyde's May bourbon. Well, I guess it's whiskey, technically. Clyde's May uh, Alabama-style whiskey in it. And uh sitting out here drinking it. It's amazing. What did, you, what did you mull it with? Anything? So we went to this bougie-ass uh, grocery store called Earth Fair. <laughs> okay. And Did you have a quinoa salad while you were there? I did not have a quinoa salad, but they do have that. Um, it's like Whole Foods had sex with Trader Joe's and out popped Earth Fair. Wait, wait a minute. You're turning me on a little bit here. We got to get back on topic. <laughs> um, but we were checking out and they had this mulling spice kit right there on the end cap, like 250. And it had star anise, cinnamon, cloves, a bunch of other stuff in it. Just this little bag. And yeah, this stuff's amazing, dude. And if you don't know anything about Clyde's May Alabama style whiskey, he Clyde's May is like this old moonshiner who uh, apparently never got caught, did this stuff for like 40 plus years in Alabama. And this other company, because, you know, bourbon and whiskey is all the rage right now, basically paid the family a shit ton of money to buy their name and the recipe. And what sets Clyde May apart from everyone else is he finished his whiskey in like fermented apples Mm. so the apple cider with the apple whiskey it's amazing is that what you gave me a couple weeks ago to drink that what i gave you a couple weeks ago to drink that was the regular kentucky bourbon not the alabama stuff oh good because i'd be in big trouble if it was the alabama stuff right i remember because you got you got a bougie disease well, so I feel like you're all bougie today, though. I'm What's very the degenerate <laughs> part? Like, you have this mulled apple whiskey yep. with this cider, and look at me. I bought mulling spices at the at the Trader Joe's sex store, and <laughs> and you're smoking a, a, an Espinosa 20th whatever, and look at me. I'm all bougie because it's got to be some kind of limited release. Right. So what's the degenerate part? Uh, I really you think do, about that. You well, think about that. There's not much to think about. I didn't do much today. We were we were pretty lazy. We went out to uh, try to eat brunch at this place called Fruita Bowl, which is like tropical smoothie, but they put it in bowls. Your smoothies are in a bowl, basically. That's the big difference. But all of their it's like bases. Soup. Well, it's frozen though. It's not. It's called soup. soup. It's called cold soup. Cold soup. Sure, we'll go with that. Yes. Cold soup. Well. I guess a smoothie is just cold soup in a cup, right? Because you can get soup in a cup. Sure, and you can have cold soup. I had a, a wonderful cold strawberry soup on a Carnival Cruise yes. Line oh my God. about a decade ago. That is the second best thing they serve. What's the first? Molten lava cake. Uh, you know, I may have had that, but I don't really remember. But I'll tell you that, cold strawberry soup, he could have just kept bringing me those all night long. I'd have been satisfied. I swear it's just melted strawberry ice cream. Yeah, no, it's got to be what it is. <laughs> it's it's got to be what it is. It's fantastic. So we tried this Fruita Bowl place, 
but we couldn't eat there because all of their bases are banana. They have banana in them. Mm-hmm. And Ashley can't have banana. She's allergic to it. Ah. So we gave up on that place, and Earth Fair was like oh, three doors down. And she ended up getting like a chicken salad sandwich, and I brought home some Cajun wings and grilled them out. And then, honestly, we just sat on the couch and watched uh, Forged in Fire on History all day. That a boy. That's not a bad little Saturday. That Sunday. Nothing, it's not even nothing, Saturday yet. It's no. still Sunday. Sunday. But nothing Man. super degenerate, you know? And if you've never seen Forged in Fire, it's an amazing show, and I really want to build a forge in my backyard now. No, it is. So I, mean, I actually thought about that, too. Like, what would it – I've got a fair, fairly large backyard in this house that I'm in. And I've thought, like, what – okay, what would I need to do? Build a big fire and get some anvils and some hammers. And I feel like I could make, like, a really half-assed sword. Or you know? at least a knife. A knife, you know? I can know. I can know. You can, you can know. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you smoking on? Um, you got a La Polina... Uh, Nicaragua Oscuro. That never, also sounds very bougie. N- n- you know, it does, but I've never had it before, and it doesn't seem like a very bougie stick. It's certainly not a degenerate stick. It's not like a Ron Mexico or anything. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't doesn't strike me as overly bougie. It was really spice-heavy at the beginning, which was nice, because it's, you know, it's not like uh, 11.30 when I'm smoking my first cigar sure. of the day, which I hate when they're just like... Just whack with wacky with spice, but this was actually really spicy at the beginning, and it's really mellowed out since uh, since it kind of got into it a little bit. And then I'm pairing that with um, that that was pretty bougie right there. A delicious uh, water out of the fridge. So <laughs> it's currently that's how I'm that's how I'm living. I've got ice cubes and Ooh. water. So just like regular ice cubes, or like that really good Sonic ice. No, it's just regular. It's just regular. It's just right yeah, out of the freezer. That, that's pretty degenerate, though. Yeah, it's yeah. freezer water. But you did say pairing. You're pairing right. it with water. That's a little. And the bougie. fridge. And the fridge has a filter. Oof. Have you so, cleaned it recently? Because we haven't. I know we're terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever clean that shit. We're terrible at that. I think in our last house, the last the light was on for a good three months. So in this house, I'm supposed to replace the air conditioning filter. Every month, mm-hmm. and I, I we have missed the last couple months, and um, so the the landlord bought filters when we moved in. There were twelve because we about signed a one year right. lease. There were twelve filters. Well, now I'm like, well, shit, I'm just gonna have to throw some of them in the trash. Right. So so she doesn't know that we didn't change the filter out. I feel a little bit bad about that, but uh, then I realize I don't really care. You know, I, I try to stay up on the filters only because we have two dogs, and they're both very large dogs that shed a lot. That's so fair. those those filters tend to get blocked up with their hair. So. And I feel like one of them, I mean, when he's when you're not around, I feel like the one of them's got to be smoking pot all the time. He's just far something. too relaxed. Yeah. The most relaxed damn dog I've ever been around. It was even worse after his surgery, when he was on painkillers. It was yeah. insane. He, yeah, buddy. Like, not on drugs. He'll just stare at a wall, but only for a couple minutes. 
but he would sit for hours and just watch a spot on the wall. Uh, I'm like, dig, it's, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to move. Uh, he's part of but, my fan club, though, so it's okay. Maybe to him the wall did move. I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to have seen what that was all about. So you're enjoying the cigar or no? Yeah, very much. You? Uh, I think I told you this last time we hung out. And uh, the is this, two, is this the, where you're gonna ride on Espinosa's penis? This might be yes. Um, okay, good. This is Set at least up. where I give Eric a reach around. Okay, at great. the very least. At the very minimum, a reach around. All right, wait till we get to talking about Drew Estate some episode, and then. Oh, Jonathan, I love you so much. That's how you'll be. Oh, you're I didn't realize boy. you were. I didn't realize you were gonna have a threesome with the two of them. No, it's just it's gonna be you and and JD. No, yeah, and maybe Willie. Willie's got to be. Where's Willie? Where's Willie? Willie's got to be in that. But anyway, back to the cigar. The stuff that matters. Uh Uh, Our two listeners, who will you know will be my mom and then my fiance. Yeah, no, I gotta say nobody in this household is gonna listen to it. No. Um, they don't know this, but I'm a huge Espinosa fan. He is probably my favorite blender. And I think I told you this last time we hung out that this is probably my favorite stick that he's ever made. By far. Better than the Eminent Domain? It blows the Eminent Domain out of the water. It That's blows blasphemy, the al- sir. It blows the Alpha Dog out of the water. Um... The Dread, the Reggae, any of the 601s, blows them all out of the water. This is the best stick he's ever made. And I can't really explain why. I just, uh, the construction's perfect. The draw's perfect. Uh, it's typical Espinosa. It's medium to full body on this first third. Um, but you can, I can feel it kicking up. It'll be full body by the time I get halfway through. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he knows how to make a mild cigar. Yeah, Espinosa's not coming out with a Connecticut. I mean, he's not a he's not a mild personality, so uh, I don't expect a mild not, I cigar. Mean, not from the few hours I spent with him that one night, you know. I I, <laughs> I was there. I do know that it was very degenerate and very alpha. He is the alpha dog. I mean, he he kind of lives up to that that name. I have a hard time though with the fact that you are making. The assertion that this cigar you're smoking blows the eminent domain out of the water. That's a that's strong statement. Blows it out of the water. That's strong. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think, I mean, the first time we smoked an eminent domain was in Kentucky, right? On our way to Nashville, leaving the barn smoker. I believe that's when we smoked them. Yeah, I think we had just got in the... the the truck after the barn smoker. What truck? I don't know what you're talking about. The truck we the truck we were driving. No, in. no, we we drove in a jeep. It's the, so the truck we got in the truck. It, it, no, my Wrangler. And, it's the jeep. <laughs> we got near Jeep Cherokee. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> those are fighting words. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I think we kicked the top back on the on the jeep and uh, lit up the eminent domain that we had just got. Couple days earlier, on our way from Louisville to Lexington. Lexington, yep. And 
I remember. Why it took us so long to smoke it, I don't know, because we smoked a lot in Lexington that night. We did. Like, a lot. And then the next day, we took the day off because we were with some of my family. Um, but we smoked one on the way. We did smoke one. <laughs> <laughs> Amish country, wherever we were. Because we stopped at that church to light up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was the gas station next to the church that we stopped in. But that's beside the point. Uh, I think the reason we waited so long is because we had to get up at 6.30 in the morning and drive from Somerset to Hopkinsville. Hoptown. Hoptown. Hop to be town. there at 9 o'clock in the morning. And uh, on the way there, we did not smoke, but I did give you your first cream pie. <laughs> first Little Debbie. First Little Debbie cream pie. Sorry, Mom. Sort of um, little Debbie cream pie. <laughs> uh, and it was creamy and delicious. Right. And that's kind of become a, a birthday staple, if you will. Yeah, he double he, he double cream pied me this, this time, this year. It was the old and, double decker. <laughs> I didn't hear you complaining too much. <laughs> the old double decker. But if you recall, I did not like the eminent domain that day. You were a fan of it. I thought it was mediocre at best. Yeah, I recall. So me saying that this blows the eminent domain out of the water doesn't really mean that much. Except then you went back to smoke another one and enjoyed it. Yeah, a few months later. I think, I don't know, I don't even remember the name of that little cigar shop. Maybe they had just gotten them and hadn't let them rest Maybe that's Your Espinosa taste buds were screwed up that trip because I remember driving through Jacksonville, you lit up the wasabi. No, nope, different trip. Oh, was that going up to? That was going up to North Carolina. Carolina. Yep. I stand corrected. You're right. We didn't go through Jacks on the way to Kentucky. That would be kind of far out of the way. Also, that wasabi sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric. That is the worst cigar I've ever had in my life. Oh. I, would, I would rather smoke the Ronnie again. That Ronnie was something else. So we keep throwing around the terms bougie and degenerate. Um, I've had T-shirts made. I've, you know, I secured the Instagram, the Twitter, Facebook group, the domain for it, but. No one really knows what that means except us. And yeah, I, and, and I wonder if it's almost better to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wonder if it's not, not maybe a good thing that nobody really knows that that's uh, what we call ourselves and our annual vacation our, every year where we drive somewhere. Our antics. Yeah. Well, I've had a few people ask, and I've... Uh, you know, I've given them like a brief overview of what that means. And I saw your explanation of it today. Yep. I think, which was good. So it's, uh, why don't you just go ahead? I'll just, I'll just let you dive into it. Well, I'll, I'll tell my version of it and then, uh, maybe you can tell yours and we'll see if we agree on, on what this means. Yeah. So to me, it's, it's kind of a lifestyle. It's, um, if your best friend is off on a Friday, you take the Friday off with him and you start day drinking at noon. And 
probably not the classiest establishments. But while you're doing it, you're smoking a $30 cigar and you're drinking $20 shot bourbon. So we're kind of bougie in our cigars and our whiskeys. But some of the antics that we do are, you know, they're kind of degenerate. I think the people who know us yeah, probably would agree with that. So something like uh, when your best friend rents a house in Daytona yes, and realizes that he's going to have a, an extra night before the rest of the people that co-rented this house show up, but that happens to be on like a Tuesday night, um, you, you know, you just leave work a little early drive the two hours to daytona to meet said friend and proceed to drink and smoke cigars at all manner of establishments until those establishments close and throw you out and then you pass out back at the house but set an alarm nice and early so that you can wake up get showered Get dressed right. and drive the two hours back and just slide into the office like nothing ever happened. Because at the very Bougie least, we're, degenerate. we're professionals. Oh, we're professional. And we're functional degenerates. Well, super functional. Super. Like, I'm going to work over the holidays. Super functional. There you go. I am not. I'm off. Thankfully. It's been a while. It's been a minute, as the kids would say. I don't really know what that means, but it's been a minute. Been a minute, been a minute. Um, but yeah, that's I mean that's basically what being a, a bougie degenerate is. Right. You so do, it's like, uh, it's like smoking a, a, an expensive cigar, drinking expensive drink or alcohol, or eating fancy food, um, and then going to really not fancy places to hang out. Right. Right, and doing and it, it all manner of the days, of weeks, I, times, the hours. It's all good. I think we've been hinting at what we mean by establishments, but that could even mean uh, when your best friend's wife goes out of town and you drive four hours because of I-4 traffic and go eat a $120 steak dinner and then just hang out on his back porch telling dirty jokes. Yeah, absolutely. That steak dinner, by the way, was fantastic. Amazing. And yeah. was it Linda's La Catina? Is that what it's La called? Cant- yeah, Linda's La Cantina, yeah. And it looks like the 80s just absolutely exploded in that place and is still uh, the same today, which is interesting that the place looks like the 1980s inside because your your face, I saw, you know, we had saw a little, little video chat with you earlier today, and if you turn your head sideways... <laughs> um, uh-huh. Your beard and mouth looks like a vagina with a 1980s bush. I um, I don't know how <laughs> to take think, that. And I, and I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I no, you're right. When I <laughs> when I don't comb my beard and I don't put my uh, my bougie beard oils in, so it's nice and straight and shiny. They it, they do get a little curly. It does look a little puby on my face. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. 
and then you turn your head sideways, and the yep. the the smiles going the right way, right? Your little yep. vertical smile going on. Just put a little thumb up there, right at the tip. <laughs> People know where their tongue goes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's, uh, that's what it looks like. Well, I appreciate that. So, yeah, gonna, no, so I think I'm going to wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah, no, definitely wear your vagina beard as a badge of honor. That's great. I feel like you might be jealous of my vagina beard. No, I'm, I'm no? good, thanks. <laughs> nope, all good here. Well, I have a I have a dirty joke while we're on the subject of uh, vagina beards. Yeah, please. <laughs> you do. like to hear my, my dirty joke? When don't I? Okay, what's the difference between jam and jelly? Well, now, do you want me to give the punchline, or do you want me to act like I've never heard that before? Well, it's like like you never heard it before. Well, I don't know. What is the definition of jam and jelly? The difference? I can't, I can't jelly my dick in your ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good. That's a that's a classic. Did, did you hear the one about the miner? He's like 1850s. You know, he's up in Alaska. He's gold mining, and he goes to the. Uh, the brothel and he walks right up to the the bar and says to the bartender i want two beers two bottles of beer and i want you to direct me to the meanest nastiest whore on the frontier so bartender says well here's your beers third door upstairs third door on the left so he takes his beers and he walks upstairs and he kicks the door in and he says i'm looking for the meanest nastiest whore on the frontier prostitute inside the room Gets up, pulls her dress up, bends over, grabs her ankles, and says, you found her. And he says, well, how do you know I want to do you like that? She says, I don't. I thought you might want to open those beers first. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's good. I I also have a, uh, a whorehouse joke, if you'd like to hear that one. I think I think it would be. I think it's an appropriate time. Yeah, I agree. So this homeless man was out panhandling and managed to raise twenty bucks for the day. He's thinking to himself, you know, I've had sex in a long time. I'm gonna go around the corner to the whorehouse and find me a woman to have sex with. So he goes in, walks up to the pimp. He's like, look, I only got twenty dollars. What can you do for me? Pimp (laughs) says, I'll make you a deal. Upstairs, there's a dead hooker. Go up there for an hour, do whatever you want. <laughs> Homeless man comes back down. Pimp says to him, So, how was it? Well, it was all right and all, but her nose kept running. Pimp says, That probably means she's full. <laughs> it's good because it's not only a prostitution joke, it's a necrophilia joke as well. That's good. You know, I tried to run, I tried to run the gamut there. Yeah, no, you did a good job. That's yeah, that was good. There was uh, I'll be honest. There's nobody else listening. Like ever, anyone who started is gone, done now. They're gone. No listeners. I feel like my fiance might still be around. <laughs> <laughs> just Only because she's gonna use this against you at a later date. Oh, for sure. She just there's wants no, to see what what else we're gonna say that she can take mental notes down and be like, that some bitch. I'm using this against him later. There's no way that either of our parents are still listening. I no. guarantee you my mom will listen for maybe four minutes. 
I, I think she turns it off when I say your face looks like an 80s bush. So you're giving her at least 20 minutes. And then she's going to be like, uh-uh, he's not coming around here anymore. Don't No, tri- <laughs> <laughs> no trips to, to North Carolina. No, no stopping in on the way to the distillery. Yeah, you're not it. getting you're not getting cooked for again. Oh, oh, that's tragic uh, though. Maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe no, but it's too no, good to edit out. It is. It's too good to edit out. I mean, it makes me a little sad. I'm probably gonna cry into my pillow tonight. But which my pillow is very bougie, by the way. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. Uh, I don't think so because I uh, yeah I no, it's like a hundred and twenty dollar. Temper Sealy pillow. Jesus. Yeah. When it comes to sleeping, I'm pretty bougie. Like, I have to sleep on Vera Wang sheets. You are, and then you bring a fan everywhere you go. That's because I get hot and sweaty and it's nasty. But, yeah, when when I'm sleeping, I'm bougie. Vera Wang sheets, $100 plus pillows. That's how I roll. That's how you roll. So how's that cigar going? What, really what kind good. of notes are you picking up on? Oh, well, it's got an earthiness and a leather that's just outstanding. No, I mean, it's, it's pretty damn good. Um, very consistent. Got a little bit of sweetness. The spice is really tempered out and really mellowed away. Um, the burn line is all right. It's not the greatest, but it's uh, probably going to need some touch-ups, actually. Um, looking at the wrapper a little bit, and it's... I don't know, it's got some flakes going on, so it's kind of flaking off. Hmm. And uh, it's, it's, some, it's pretty well well rolled, well made, and uh, very consistent flavor so far. I'd say it's it's got some, like, a nuttiness to it. You're not picking up on, like, grapefruit or cotton candy? Uh, there's no cotton candy yet, oh. but there's lots of cigar left, so I'm sure we'll get... Um, you know, like uh, burnt orange cotton candy soon, no doubt. Right. Because yeah. that's what your taste buds get from tobacco. Absolutely. It's burnt orange cotton candy for sure. Yeah. Oh, the, my cigar, the 20 the year. Um, oh, I'm Brad. I smoke 20 year cigar. Look at me. I'm bougie. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it's typical. You know, typical Espinosa flavors. There's lots of pepper. It's definitely full-bodied at this point. Um, I would I would dare say if I smoked this in the morning, I'd probably pass out for the rest of the day <laughs> yeah. from nicotine, nicotine poisoning. Yep. Um, so there's lots of black pepper. Getting some pretty heavy, like, cedar woodsy notes. Um, and I hate to say it because I, I usually think it's bullshit when other reviewers say it, but there is definitely some graham cracker going on. <laughs> definitely some graham cracker. You also getting burnt marshmallow and chocolate bar. It's a s'more, it's bro. S'more. You just ate one. That's what uh, it is. It might be because I'm sitting next to a fire pit. <laughs> that explains everything. Explains it all. I will say that this is a very bougie looking cigar, too. Uh the band is silver, white, and black. Very ornate. Um, like They designed it really well. It had a pigtail, which I'm always a, a fan of. And uh, a footer band, which 
if you've ever read any of my blog reviews, uh, smokingtheair.com, shameless plug, uh, any cigar that has a, a footer band gets extra points in my book. <laughs> well, if I, I put, like, a, if I I like put a footer band on a Ronnie, you'd like it better? Yeah, it goes up at least 10 points. Hmm. At least 10 points. Because it shows that they cared enough to go the extra step. That's interesting, though, that you're enamored by footer, foot bands or footer bands or whatever we're going to call it. Because there's other, well, there's other points in your life that, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Well, I'm just saying, like, there are moments in your life where you're like, hmm, that footer band is not attractive. No. And I, yeah, no, I, you can say and, it. I I have and, a and, and socks so it's odd to me. Yeah, socks creep and, me out. <laughs> and so <laughs> you can say it. Here. And so it's odd to me that you're so creeped out by socks on feet, and yet you like uh, footbands. So so what is? I think you just ruined it for me. To be honest, you just ruined it for me. Right. Well, because uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> I might need a new best friend at this point. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just seems odd to me because I know of your the footer strong band aversion. All sweaty. It's, it's not been it's, on a foot all day. Feet are gross. But the it's sock not. is the foot band of life. Right? The sock is the foot My cigar's no. not sweating into the foot band. But think about it. There this, are definitely no listeners anymore. You, like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but think about it. You can say that a cigar is kind of like, is, is very similar to legs, right? Yeah. And just hear me out here. So you've got a footer band. It's the sock of the, of the legs. And then up at the head of the cigar where you put your mouth is also where you want to put your mouth on some legs. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. So I just. So what just is not. the regular brand? Like the garter belt? Yes, sir. And so, everybody likes that look. I don't, I don't fuck with that shit. It's because it confuses you and it's too bougie. Yeah. I might be more degenerate than you are. Oh. I Listen. Listen. I think that you are a little bit more degenerate. However. I still contend that at this point in our lives, you and I are each other's rowdy friends. So in the in the world of our Hank Williams Jr. song, you and I are each other's rowdy friends. I concur. All my other rowdy friends have basically settled down. There might be like one, one or two who haven't, but I don't really. But you, but you don't go get rowdy with them, right? You don't rowdy. You don't rowdy on down. No, it's just you. It's just me, buddy. That's it. Yeah, no, we're just talking to each other and recording this. Nobody's listening. That's fine. Yeah, it works for me. We don't talk enough, so. <laughs> you don't like to text. <laughs> I text all the time. A couple word answers here and there. This is my well, I'm not gonna Listen, I'm not going to write you a book on a text message. Why not, Steve? It's because you cream-pied me without asking. <laughs> Was it without asking? I yes, don't remember. Yes. We I, stopped at that crappy gas station. 
Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that yeah. crappy. We were at that crappy gas station, and you came out, and we, we got in the in the in the jeep. I don't even call it a truck because I know that bothers you. Thank you. We get in the jeep, and you just threw a cream pie at me without even asking. Well, if you ask, most people say no. Don't cream pie me. Well, you're hanging out with the wrong people then. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. I can know what you mean. You can know. And so, okay, so that's the second reference to Cano. Um, So I think I feel like we should probably explain that. Just on the off chance that somebody's still listening, they're going to be like, what the hell is wrong with these two with this Cano thing? I know at least two people who will still be listening. I just thought of them. So shout out to Shelly. Shout out to (laughs) Thorne. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Continue with your story. So it was a, a couple weeks ago now we were hanging out on said off Friday. And uh, we had done a little bit of day drinking and we'd done some cigar smoking and we were getting ready to start our <laughs> afternoon adventures. Some but cigar smoking? Yeah, we'd smoked a few cigars. We started at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and... You can't start adventures on an empty stomach. No. Right? So no. We, we were looking for food, and I don't know. We kicked around a couple ideas, but uh, we settled on Peruvian food. And I asked the waitress if she knew what – and I forget what it even is now, but she – Yeah, I asked her what it was. Chi-chi. 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 And I was expecting – I was looking for a purple corn-based drink, um, and she looked right at me and said, I don't know. I don't know. And then walked off. <laughs> Not let me go find out for you. Let me go ask. I don't know, and I don't care. So I ended up getting a water. Right. She lost money. Oh, yeah. Like For the company and, and her tip. Like – You've got one job. It's stupid, but you should do it. Like, you can't be the first person. Like, this clearly wasn't her first day working. No, clearly. She'd been there for, at a minimum, a month. Right. Probably but, longer. But she sucked anyways, because on the menu was Lomo Saltado, which is the beef, rice, and uh, french fry dish, right? Yes. And you... Look, nowhere on there was pollo saltado. There was just one not on the menu. Nowhere. And you looked at her after she said she <laughs> didn't know about my drink. And you said, so I see this lomo saltado on the menu. Can I get it with chicken instead of the beef? And she said, yeah, pollo saltado. Sure. Yeah. As if you were the biggest asshole in the world. Fucking Americans, man. We're for not knowing. Stupid. It, it's it would be like walking into the Peruvian restaurant, not seeing waffles on the menu, and saying, "Hey, can I get a waffle with syrup, please?" How would I just assume that they'd be able to make that? Do you think it's because I called it chicken instead of pollo? Maybe it, it confused might be. her. Probably. Or maybe you, maybe there's a little white devil moment, you know? I'm just entitled. That was my white entitlement coming out. Yeah, it could be. So I want to get back to this uh, purple drink that you it's wanted. Delicious. delicious. 
Is that because you're basically from Compton? <laughs> no, it's not. It's There's a Peruvian spot in Burbank, California, just north of L.A., and that's where I first had the, the purple drink. Drink. The Peruvian purple drink. Not purple drink. The Peruvian purple drink. Okay. And it was really good. And so I thought, you know what, I'm check me out. I'm in a Peruvian restaurant. I'm gonna gonna try to order this, you know, that this like Peruvian staple, and it just did not work at all. No. And it, it's unfortunate because the food was amazing. Oh my god. Dude, that was ridiculous, that food. With that with the, the yellow pepper sauce. Oh. oh. It was so good. Light, lights out. One of my favorite Peruvian restaurants that I've ever been to. Probably number two. There's one in Raleigh called Alpaca that uh, I'd give a slight edge to. But well, did it, it does it not have an idiot working as a waitress? Because it would get the edge for that by itself. Right. Yeah. No idiots. I mean, it's Raleigh. There's no idiots in Raleigh, of course. We're all civilized upstanding human beings oh yeah okay <laughs> all righty so I, I feel like um we should probably talk about something not degenerate for a few minutes um yeah. maybe get it's not too political but it's something that's been bugging me is this oh. this 21 plus age limit thing? oh my god dude it's driving me crazy <laughs> so yeah. I was just looking on Half Wheel uh, in another town. This one in Minnesota. Bel, I can't even say Beltrami County, Minnesota, is holding a hearing, not just for the city, for the entire county, to increase the tobacco buying age from 18 to 21. But I feel like it's in some obscure county, though, in Minnesota. It's only going to affect... Like six people. And let's be honest, those people don't come out in the wintertime anyways. It's too much snow. But you can go back six pages on Half Wheel and see that story on every single page. Just insert another county, insert another city. But are they all are they all cities from flyover states that nobody no. cares about? No, there's, uh, there's one in Texas, I think. Uh, one in Illinois. Um, well, Illinois. Yeah. But the fact that they're doing it to begin with is bugging the shit out of me. I, right. Personally, I don't even think the drinking age should be 21. I think that should be 18. Well, if if military service is 18 and getting married is 18 and buying a car on your own in your own name, you know, getting a loan in your own name is 18. Or if you if the government has decided that at 18 you're mature enough to decide the leader of your country. You should be mature enough to decide if you're going to drink or smoke. Agreed. Now, I will say, though, that um, there's a lot of people that at 18 are not mature enough to do any of those things. Maybe all of it should raise to 21. I mean, I'm 35 and I'm not mature enough to do any of that. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they should raise it to 35. Well, perhaps. I mean, I've got a lot of contraband at my house if it goes to 35. Well, luckily, your best friend is 35, and he could take that over for you. 
No, I'm good. I think I'll just keep it. Oh, yeah. It's fine. But does this concept that uh, you have to be 21 now to buy... It's not just cigars, cigarettes, vape. Um, I assume hookah. Hookah, any tobacco product. You now have to be 21 to purchase in these towns. Yeah. Right, which, of course, it just makes me go to the next town or county over. Right. Right, like, if so if I live there and you've got um, whatever, whatever shithole county in Minnesota it was, and you've got one brick and mortar cigar shop and then you got a whole bunch of gas stations selling cigarettes to kids but you've got the one brick and mortar cigar shop he's barely making it the proprietor of that shop at this point in time he is barely hanging in there with the likes of you know ci and famous neptune and all the all the places that you can buy cigars online and just have them shipped to your house um that guy's barely hanging on. So what this law does is this law essentially just means um, anyone who's 20 years old just drive to the next county and let let a, let another county sure get your tax dollars. Let another county get you know his you that county's B and M take the money right. And so it's really just taking money out of the pockets of brick and mortar stores. Right. And I don't want to correlate alcohol, drinking and driving alcohol with drinking and driving or drinking and smoking a tobacco product. But having grown up in a dry county in North Carolina, if you were to look at the fatalities in vehicles, the numbers for our counties were escalated because people would have to drive to a different county. They drink in that county and then come back home. So, so really, it's it's well, a if, roads issue, right? They're clogging the roads. They're putting more traffic the roads. on the roads, using more fossil fuels. All you Democrats out there, this is really <laughs> a climate change concern. Ooh. It's really what it is. If I have to go drive 45 minutes to go to a B&M now and buy a cigar, that's more fossil fuels that I'm using. You really think that the, uh, you think the, the Democrats would, you know, would get on board and, and want to save this planet. That's all I'm saying. Right. We have Who, but one planet, Brad. Right. What good is the planet if you don't have lungs because you smoke cigars, though? <laughs> well, I don't That's know. Their life. I don't get my, it. Cig- my cigars don't go in my lungs, so. You know? I think this, the whole concept is stupid to me, but it all comes from the fact that uh, kids in high school are trying to buy flavored cigars, cigarettes, whatever. And, and by flavored cigars, I'm not even. I'm I'm not talking about acids. I'm not talking about that's. I'm talking about Swisher sweets, or and or the gas miles. station acids, maybe the 99 cent acids. Even them, even those. I feel like that's not what high school kid is buying. He's buying the wood tip, at least. Would tip at least on the miles. west coast, right? I can yeah. speak for the west coast only. At least on the west coast, I feel like he's buying wood tip black and milds, the wine black and milds. Um, yeah, that that's what they're buying. They're not they're not buying acid blondies, right? Is they're not buying an acid Cuba Cuba and being like, yeah, let's go yeah. hang out at the Walmart parking lot and smoke these acids outside. No, that's not what they're buying. To be fair, nobody should be buying Cuba Cubas or blondies. 
Sir, I will fight you. That's fine. I will I will fight you. I, I am not a big fan of flavored cigars. They're infused. Whatever. No, they have a sweet tip. It's flavored. Well, now hold on. The dirt has a sweet tip, and it is not flavored. And it also tastes like shit. Oh, I'm so going to burn you with a cigar next time I see you. (laughs) And I'll make it look like an accident, and I might even get it in your little vagina hair beard. (laughs) You know? Oh, I got to shave that off now. It can look like an accident. You know what I mean? As soon as Gasparilla rolls around, it's coming off. (laughs) Yeah, Jack Sparrow with the beads. I just want to beat it once and then be done. I'm so bummed I'm not going to be here for Gasparilla. I know, you've been wanting to go since you moved here, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned it every year. I know, and I go out of town every year. See, I don't I don't really want to go. Like, I don't have a, a huge urge to. But I feel like I need to at least once to go see what kind of debauchery occurs. Oh, I think there's a ton of debauchery. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's basically Mardi Gras in Tampa. A pirate, like very piratey themed. Yeah. So you have big fat chicks walking around with their their tits hanging out and clothes that haven't fit in 15 years. Drunk off their ass. I'll say say bye to the last two listeners. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Bye, listeners. It's been been fun. It's been fun. We almost (laughs) got through one without, you know, our first and last podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could go back to cigars, keep some listeners. Should we talk about uh, CA's top 25 for 2018? I mean, we can. It's a sham of a list. It always is. It is. It's just it's just who advertised the most. I have had the number one cigar, the EP Carrillo Encore Majestic. Okay, well, I'm going to have to stop you right there. Um, Carrillo. Sorry, Carrillo. East Coast. I'm East Coast. Carrillo, not Carrillo. Carrillo. It's like a, it's like a tortilla, or tortilla. a quesadilla. Tortilla. Yeah. See, either hey. way, that cigar was awful. Um, and I, I don't believe I've had number two in the list, the my father, uh, my father Opulencia. But my, my general view of my father's cigars is if my father blended a cigar that tastes like that, I'd beat his ass. Wow. Not a fan. I liked that cigar, but not as much as The Judge. Uh, I'm I'm a My Father fan. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Keep I mean, I'm, I'm looking through the list. You know, the Padron Fuente work, work of Art at number six is, I mean, Fuente's good. Mm-hmm. Oliva V. Milanio, which was a cigar of the year a handful of years ago, clocking it at number eight. Black Market, Esteli, Awful. Yeah, I can't get Dog turd that. stick. Mon- a Monte Cristo? No, come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, LFD. Punch, at punch after dinner. Um, the Double the Hero Chisel is not for me, but it's a decent cigar. It's just not. I don't yes. enjoy feeling queasy afterwards. Yeah, it's way stronger than what I like. Um, there's a Tat on the list. It's not my favorite, but Tats are usually you know on lists. I'm not even really a fan of the Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, Grand Reserva mm-hmm. uh, at number 16. I don't, this is not really my cup of tea, you know? Um, that Fausto, though, the tat, yeah. that's a pretty good stick. I liked that one. 
No, and like I say, that's a, I have a I have a personal vendetta against Tatuaje. I've heard. Um, so that's why I I kind of just don't men- mention that being good or bad because it's my personal vendetta. Kiba uh, Siglo Six Tubo, like does it have to be the one that's in the tube? <coughs> right, and then how is how do they figure that the um villager Sandoro, Colorado is better than a Cohiba Siglo. I I mean and who who's smoking who the, all these Cohiba Siglos? Who the fuck put Rocky Patel on this list? Well Rocky did with his checkbook. <laughs> That's fair. Right? Um I mean I don't even know what a one off plus fifty three super robusto is. What is that? I've never heard of this. Where are you looking? Number 23. Number 23. I smoked something with the top band, the little peace sign. But I don't know that I've had the plus 53 Super Robusto, whatever that is. It was a decent stick, but not... Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then number 24, Placenta. I don't smoke Placenta cigars. Placenta? Yeah, I don't do it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I just don't. And then this, the Ramon Alones by A.J. Fernandez. That's an interesting cigar because I've smoked some Ramon Alones originals before, and they're very good, but I don't know what A.J.'s done. I typically like what A.J. does. I just don't know what he's done to that one. Yeah. A.J. AJ's one of my top five blenders, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think he kicked up his game in 2018. Uh, not a lot of AJ sticks though. A lot of collaborations. No. A lot of collaborations which, and a lot of white label stuff. A lot of stuff he's just blending for someone else's label altogether. And talking to uh one of the brick and mortar owners that I know, uh here in Clearwater, uh the reps for AJ are not happy with him. Uh, I've only ever known the one AJ rep, and he stopped and he stopped repping him. So because they have nothing to rep. Yeah, but you know what? He's all the way to the bank, dude. All the way yeah. to the bank. You gotta look out for yourself, because no one else is. And I feel like that's what AJ's doing. Um, these collaborations make I mean, he gets a lot of buzz from them. He announces a new collaboration, and and people talk. But. You come out with a, a new AJ Fernandez New World. I just don't know that he'd get the same buzz. But correct. Um, his reps aren't happy because they don't have anything new. But like the other reps or these other company like General, they're happy because they have a new AJ stick. So, but in general, going back to this list, uh, I feel like they got it wrong, as usual. Well, they got it right for their checkbooks, but. Right. If they so non-biased where, reviews most of these suck. Where are the um and they're not I'm not person they're not my personal favorite but where where's the stuff from Dunbarton? Right. Where's the Mikarita? Right. Like there's there's been some really highly rated cigars when you look at reviews and and other you know, I think I think your non-biased reviews more often than not come from the guys like you and I who kind of run websites. And, and there's t- millions of us, right? There's tons of us out there right. that, 
that don't take advertising dollars. Because I don't take free cigars. I don't take advertising dollars. If I think it sucks, I'm going to say it sucks, and that's the deal. Right? So I smoked the Mickey Reed. I didn't like it. I think it sucked, and and I said that. Um, but that being said, it's very highly rated right. by a lot of people, and, and it see, doesn't I, even sniff the list. I love that cigar. That and right. the Sober Mesa? Yeah. Phenomenal. Right. Uh, but where's Drew Estate on this list? Where's Espinosa? Where's uh, Where's Black Label or Black and Works? So, Whichever one so, of those you want to go with. So it's the people who don't advertise with Cigar Aficionado um, that don't make the list. And I, it's just – it's fine. Make a list. And, I, and mad props to everybody who did make the list for getting their cigar on a top 25 list. But I could make a top 25 list of – my favorite bar owners and at the top is going to be the guy from the bar we were in a couple weeks ago who gave us a free shot right right because he gave me free stuff who's no longer there by the way whatever but he's going to be well and that's (laughs) that's bad for him but that's going to be the guy that i put at the top right is the bartender top bartenders the guy that gave me a free shot jinx in in indiana who's giving us free drinks um, and telling jokes and telling stories and listening to our ridiculousness. Those are the top. So <coughs> in this instance of this top 25 list, congrats. You can go rebrand your boxes, <coughs> rebrand your promotional materials. Proud of you, happy for you. But to me, the list is hollow. The only ones on here that I agree with are the Padron. And the Oliva. Those are the only two. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, that, that Padron that, is that, that's an Padron amazing. Is amazing. The Padron is amazing, and the Fuente, the Hemingway Fuente, those are amazing. I don't think I've had a work of art yet. <coughs> I mean, they're good. Um, I prefer the Between the Lines. Is probably my favorite. Right. Fuente stick. Because when I'm going to buy a Fuente stick, it's going to be a Between the Lines. I, I've never even seen a work of art, I don't believe. And we were just at uh, Tampa Sweethearts. And I don't even remember seeing that stick in there. Yeah. So. Advertising dollars. I mean, I, if I was making as much money as CA from this, I'd probably do the same thing. I'm not going to lie. And that's fine. I just... Let's call it what it is. These are the top 25 cigars from manufacturers that advertise with CA. Call it what it is. If you had to pick your number one cigar for the year, what would it be? Uh, That's tough. Um, The number one cigar that I personally have smoked this year Mm -hmm. would probably be the Herrera Esteli Riverside blend nice. coming out of Riverside Cigars in New Albany, Indiana. Which is where Jinx works. So if you're Jinx ever... In, and, I'll, and I'll just say, I'll just cut you off real quick with the Jinx thing. Um, it was so good after the first time I had it a year plus ago, almost two years ago, that on a trip back to Kentucky, I made a special drive across the river to go buy a box was jinx there the bar was closed because it uh, was 
like 11 o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. So I think for me, and I'm actually going to go with a cigar that was uh, released this year. Um, it's a toss-up between either the Balmoral Duetto or mm. the Fratello Oro. Those two cigars are amazing. And I, I actually am putting that above the 20th anniversary that I'm smoking right now. Um, wow. Eric is going to be pissed. You know, if Eric actually ever listened to this, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would apologize to him. Listen, if Eric Espinosa is listening to this, Eric, brother, we got to hang out again. Let's, We'll meet you in West Palm Beach. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think he knows where. I think he knows where. If not, um, just think of a giant animal with a horn coming out of his nose. Maybe like a... Like a peppermint ostrich. Peppermint ostrich. I think that's I think that's clear enough. Pe- we'll meet you at the do peppermint you, ostrich. Do you like do you like spearmint gum? I am a fan of spearmint gum. Okay. I, I think he gets the hint now. Yeah. No. He's I, also I, never going to listen. No one's listening anymore. <laughs> we lost the last two twenty minutes ago. <laughs> when you said tits. Was that what it was? It wasn't talking think, about the, the fat chicks wearing Well, clothes. I think it was the fat chicks and the tits and the clothes that haven't fit in 15 years. And I think that's where we lose people. But listen, if you if you like us at our bougiest, you have to accept it, us at our most degenerate. Or it doesn't work. Right. Because that's like, really the basis of this friendship is, look, we accept each other's bouginess. But we also accept the degenerate nature when it comes out. And if you can't also accept that, then don't listen. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm not sure. I feel like there should ever... be some applause or something from that. I don't know. I just feel I'll, like I'll that put was in a, a clap track. I feel like that was a good point. You in know? Garage band. Um, I'm just trying to think back over the, the years we've known each other. And some of the shit that we've done. If there's ever been a moment where there was bouginess without the degenerate or vice versa. And there's only one instance I can think of. And that was mostly because we were with my grandmother. Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty bougie. Um, No, we went to. Yeah, I got another one. There's two. We went to. <laughs> we've known each other for. <laughs> Three, four years, and there's two instances. Yeah, no. But here's the other one. We went to that classy cigar lounge in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, yes. And then we went to IHOP. Right. And there's no degeneracy at IHOP. Never. I mean, someone peed in the parking lot on their truck, but that wasn't us being degenerate. Not us. I mean, not right. we were bougie. So I feel like there's two examples. But we, we should We should clarify why. The, the part with my grandmother was bougie. And that's because my uncle decided to spend a shit ton of money on Pappy Van Winkle. Well, yeah. So when he says, let's get some bourbon, and we're in Lexington, Kentucky at, you know, this famous old restaurant. Hell yeah, let's let's get some bourbon. And he says, Bradley, pick up pick a bourbon you want. Well, so don't be an asshole, right? Don't pick the right. $100 a shot Pappy 23 year. You go... Uh, 
go with a nice pappy. Uh, the forty dollar uh, seven year or whatever it was. Right. I think you go with this, the nice seven year pappy, and you're like, yeah, let's get some pappy. And everyone is super grateful for the opportunity to try sure. some pappy, let alone, you know, well, who cares what year it is, right? We're getting some pappy. We're in Kentucky. We're having hot browns. Like this is the business oh, right now. Hot. Um, and then when the waitress comes and we've all settled on a seven year pappy. And he says, bring three shots of the 23-year pappy. Um, it takes the bouginess to a new level. It does. And, and the hot brown. It's just the corn pudding. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Flip the hot brown, man. Hot Mer- browns are amazing. Merrick Mer- House, right? Merrick Mer- Inn in Lexington, Kentucky. Fantastic. I love it. It's like in this. It's a weird setup. It's like an old, almost Victorian-style house surrounded by apartments and townhomes and it's just up on this little hill and i think we sat next to the fireplace which i don't yeah, remember it being on or not but um yeah but i'll tell you it was a nice place you actually wore i mean we both wore long pants and tucked our shirts in i think it's the only time uh, other yeah, than when when i've seen you coming from work yeah no i um, i try not to wear big boy pants if i don't have to oh because we live in florida it's usually hot so that's certainly, and I mean, even tonight, it's it's in the 50s, and I'm in shorts sitting outside. Um, well, I'm in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Cause I'm so I have thing. shorts and flip-flops on. Um, but I just don't do it. I just, because I have to dress like that for work, and, you know, I just don't enjoy it. So, you know, it was a nice place. So you wanted to try to rate, you wanted to sure. be at that level of the place. If anyone's in Lexington or going to Lexington, uh... Go to the Merrick Inn and make get a hot brown. Get your reservation. Reservations. Get your hot brown. Get your corn pudding. Um, and and do as they do in Kentucky and drink some damn bourbon. Right. Get that Kentucky hug going on. Indeed, indeed. So you know why the you know why the bourbon is so good in Kentucky. Oh, uh, why don't you tell me, Steve? I have no idea. Well, so I'm I think after spending some time there and listening. To multiple people, uh, explain it. It's it's got to be the limestone. Got to be the limestone. Got to be the limestone. It, why it are the horses the water? Why are Naturally. the horses so much better in Kentucky? Limestone. It's the limestone. It's limestone. Why water. why is Gold Star Chili so much better than everything else? It's it's the limestone. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Because technically, Gold Star's Cincinnati. What? Why are? That's the only the, thing good coming out of Ohio. Why are the <laughs> Why are the gentlemen's clubs in Kentucky so much better? It's got to be the limestone. Oh, for sure. It's got to be the limestone. I, yeah. I no disagreement with me. If if, on that. if anyone's going to Kentucky, be Cowboys. prepared to hear a lot about the limestone. And hit up Cowboys. Um, is that some kind of Western bar or establishment that I'm unfamiliar with? It it is not a Western bar or establishment. Oh. It is a. Oh. It's a, how did you say it? Uh, it's a, it's a gentleman's club. Oh, oh, yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. No, me either. Also, make sure you stay at the hotel that's got the cookout uh, in the parking lot. Hell yes, that was the best part of that whole hotel. <laughs> was waking up in the morning after walking being up until like three in the morning and drunk as hell, and walking through the parking lot to cookout. Start your day off with some cheer wine, you know? 
Cheerwine, Hush Puppies. Um, the uh, burger, the little bird, the cheeseburger that comes in the in the cookout tray, is just ah. So you, I usually get the grilled chicken sandwich. Indescribable the cookout. Can we talk about a cookout tray for a minute? Five dollars. Five dollars. You can get. I don't know. There's like eight different options, but you can get a double cheeseburger, uh, hot dogs, grilled chicken, quesadilla, quesadillas, and then any side you want, pretty much. You can get oh, yeah. the quesadilla as your side if you want. Or you could get a corn dog as a side. Corn what dog. What kind of a place can you get a double cheeseburger as your main entree, a side of French fries, and a freaking corn dog as a side? This is this with is the beverage. place of dreams. Oh yeah, with a beverage, this is the place of dreams. Or you can pay a dollar more and get one of their sixty-four milkshakes, which are phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, so if you're ever driving around and you see a cookout, dude, get off the highway and go. And if there's not a cookout, go to Bojangles. <laughs> or go you could take a bitch to Beef's, you know. They love Beef's, bro. They love Beef O'Brien. I'm they telling you, they love Beef O'Brien's. I don't think I've actually ever been there, but... I've been to one. <laughs> Maybe you should take me to Beef's. <laughs> well, you are a bitch, so you'll probably love it. Hey, just because I have hey. pubes, I have pubes on my face doesn't make me a bitch. Hey. hey, hey. No, I'll tell you what. If you ever driving around and you see a Bojangles, you swing uh, your ass through Bojangles and get a cheddar bow with a Cajun fillet. And wait for the bow rounds to be cooked if they don't have them. And try to get them cooked all the way. <laughs> That's happened once, one time. And the honey once. mustard. You got to get the honey mustard. Get the, you know so. I, I've taken some friends when I go on ro- various road trips to Bojangles, and one particular colleague says, yeah, we'll go to Bojangles. And so you got to get the honey mustard, right? He says, no, no honey mustard. So he gets he gets the, the chicken biscuit sandwich, not the cheddar bow, and he puts grape jelly on it. That's weird. I'm telling you, it was really good, though. Really? Yeah, try the grape jelly on a regular nice. chicken biscuit sandwich at, at Bojangles. With or without cheese? No cheese. All right. You don't want to muck it up with a bunch of unmelted cheese. <laughs> Next time I'm driving through Ocala, I'll be sure to stop and do that. Yeah, which, knowing you, if you get a a break this week, you'll probably take the 45-minute run up to Ocala and just go get one. Uh, I think it's like two hours from here, an hour and a half, two hours. But That's, It might be worth it. I'm actually, I'm flying, uh, I'm, I'm bachelor on Wednesday. And Thursday, because she's going down to uh, Naples. Mm. So, and I'm off. So, maybe I'll do that. You know, you know, Ziggy likes some bow rounds. He'd be pretty happy. (laughs) That dog's got the munchies. Ziggy's got the munchies from all the pot smoke. So, well, I'm nubbing this cigar. I don't know about you. I'm getting down to the end of it. Yeah, no, I've still got a, a solid few inches left, but uh, what's I heard what are that your about you? Oh, you know it. Just a couple. That's what I heard, at least. Um, my thoughts. I think the the first and second third were were better than the final third. Um, I don't know how much Lajero is in here, but 
even having eaten dinner right before this, I'm feeling the nicotine. Uh, it's a pretty strong cigar. And I think I think you smoked this one last time we were together, and you had you put it out near the end. I did because it was I strong. I, I think I threw it out the window of the Jeep. <laughs> you <laughs> <On> the way. <laughs> yeah, but it was raining, so it's not like a fire hazard. It was pouring down rain. Yeah, well, it was sprinkling, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a great cigar. It, it didn't change much into this final third flavor-wise, uh, which is fine with me because, I mean, it, it tastes amazing. Um, just a lot of cedar, a lot of pepper. Still a little bit of graham cracker, mostly on the retro hell at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> retro hells are not bougie. It's getting bougie. It's a little bougie. Uh, but it's a great cigar. And uh, I know we had talked about doing this. I completely forgot um, the, let me find my notes, the wrapper, Nicaraguan, uh, with Nicaraguan filler, and then a Habano Rosado wrapper. And it only comes in one size, only one Vitola. It's a 6x46 Corona Larga. I don't really, I've never heard of Larga before. I don't really know what that means. I don't know if that has something to do with the pigtail or what, but... Uh, a true cigar aficionado. What's a Larga? I don't know, but I didn't bring it up on the cigar podcast. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Maybe half will uh, made a typo. Because I've never heard of that before. I've never seen it. I have no right, so, clue what that means. And this is the difference between successful podcasts and this, is that um, most people would have been like, oh, wow, I don't know what this uh, means. Fuck that. Instead of bringing it up to potentially dozens of listeners <laughs> dozens <laughs> um hi mom and <laughs> shout, out. shout uh, out and not knowing what it means they would do the research and then inform the listeners but i mean i guess that's just that's not what this is not how you We're, roll that's not how we roll we keep it real i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna bullshit people I don't know what Larga means. Smoke the damn cigar. It's amazing. That's all you need to know. At the end of the day, that's all you need to know. It's an amazing cigar. There you have it. There you have it. I feel like maybe I should redo my reviews just instead of the the rating scale that I do. uh, Just sum it up whether I'd smoke it again or not. Really, because that is that is the 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 answer to the question, right? Of, right. of if it was good or not, do I want to smoke it again? Right. And if the answer is no, then it's probably for me shouldn't be getting a very high score. So why bother? Right. Because I, I, realistically, there have been cigars that I've reviewed that I would say like eighty five plus is a, a decent cigar score for me. And I'm sure I've given a cigar like a 90 or whatever, but I'm not going to smoke it again. But at that moment, the construction was good. The draw was good. The flavors were good. I enjoyed myself while smoking it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to to pick another one up. I'm not going to order a fiver from Small Batch. Um, but this one, I would. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Like you said, I'd smoke this again. 
Cheers to that. Cheers. How's yours? Um, it's good. It's very consistent. Um, it's, you're maintaining some sweetness. There's a little bit of little, some spice bite towards the very end. Um, yeah, I would definitely smoke it again. There you have it, folks. Just real quick, uh, I was just going through, and I saw saw this joke online, um, and I think it's it's fitting to end the show with a joke. Uh, really, the whole show's been a joke, so just add on to that. <laughs> uh, so just add on to that, and if if we still have a listener, uh, maybe you will be after this joke, maybe you won't. I don't know, and frankly, I had a great time, so I don't really care. Um, Brad, what do you call a girl that doesn't give head? I don't know, Steve. What? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> on, a, on a lot of on a lot of levels, <laughs> and I think that's a good way to end this podcast. Yep, I had a great time, and uh, hopefully everybody else did too. If you if you did or you didn't, and you want to make a comment, uh, get us on the old social media. I know my my Twitter handle is at arrogant burner. Uh, let me know if you think it sucked. Yeah, I don't do too much with uh, the twitters there. With the twitter, if you can hit me up. On Instagram at put some smoke in the air, and then my website is smokeintheair.com. Yeah, I had a great time, and All right. hopefully we can do this again soon. Here's hoping. All right, bye guys.